0: UCP's podcast, where we're highlighting startups from around the Harvard community and beyond. I'm your host for today, Jack Weldon, here with George Moe and Harshal Singh, the founders of Troav. George, Harshal, welcome.
1: Yeah, nice to be here. Nice to be here. Yeah, nice to be here too.
0: All right, uh, just to get started, could you guys tell uh, us a little bit about yourselves and also your startup?
1: Absolutely.
2: Yeah. So I can go first. My name is Harshal and, um, you know, I'm a senior. <laughs> I just graduated from Harvard. So I'm a former senior at Harvard and, you know, uh, throughout kind of, um, uh, high school, college, I always was interested in building things, working with my hands. I would always find myself in the labs and, um, you know, just kind of working on a business was always something that I knew that would just be something really kind of that fit with what I was interested in. And, um, and kind of when uh, when kind of Trove was born, I knew that um, you know it's something that again I could build from the ground up and something that you know I could work on for for years to come. I was just super excited at the opportunity um, to to work on this, and for the last couple of years that we have been building Trove, it's been a fantastic experience.
1: Absolutely, yeah. I'm George. I'm a senior in Elliot studying computer science, and yeah, ever since ever since high school, you know, I've uh, I've been interested in technology, and uh, I, my background is largely engineering, um, but. Uh, I've always wanted to take technology and like really bring it out into the world so people can use it. And starting a business, I think is like the vessel to do that. And so, um, I met Harshal, we had an idea for Trove and we've just been working on it and it's been very exciting.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Uh, and could you guys just give us a brief overview of what Trove is, what you guys do?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, we
2: like to say that Trove is the fastest delivery service on the planet. Mm-hmm. Uh, we haven't looked through everything on, on the entire planet yet, but we do know that we're definitely up there. Uh, we're building a five minute delivery platform and this platform um, basically works by utilizing kind of the, re- uh, the, the, the reality of, of the world today where there are a lot of gig drivers that are driving around with empty space in their trunk trunks. And we can utilize that space to help the drivers make more money and help users get their products really quickly and really cheaply. Um, these products can range from anything right now. We are focused on kind of snacks and essentials, but we really see the future of, of, of distributed warehousing as being kind of the, the, the final, solu- the final kind of, uh, you know, the final thing for last mile delivery. And that's, um, that's really what we're going for is to build out a five last mile delivery platform that is both cheap and quick for the user.
1: Yeah. And it could have come at a sooner time. Um, with, uh, coronavirus, uh, people are really discovering, um, just how inconvenient it used to be to like go out to the store and like get these things. Right. And now that you're home, uh, you still need access to snacks, conveniences, home supplies, and so, being able to get that on like a short, like five-minute notice, is super important. And uh, we think that we're we're building this uh, to to be available as like a, a change in your lifestyle, uh, even after the virus.
0: Awesome. Uh, so obviously, you guys started at Harvard. Is you, was your plan to? Is your plan sort of start at colleges, uh, or are you planning to start more broadly in cities? What's your expansion look like?
2: Yeah. So one of the, one of the kind of unique constraints of our business is that we are a physical business. Um, So we have to kind of, um, you know, think about the constraints that that brings. Um, We've been uh, really kind of uh, honed in on the Cambridge, on the Boston area, because that lets us kind of um, understand our product, understand our user, most importantly, and also kind of build things at a scale that we can, um, that we're happy with and can also manage at the same time. So we are kind of, um, you know, we're starting out in the Cambridge area because it uniquely kind of um, uh, kind of fits our, our, our um, target audience very well, college students, young professionals that are, um, you know, looking to satisfy their cravings, uh, but also, you know, like the convenience and the ability of things like Amazon Prime and want to bring that into um, even more parts of their lives.
0: Great. And more specifically, just in terms of how you guys found uh, the idea for this company, how that got started, uh, why, why found this specific company?
2: Yeah, so it's, uh, it's, uh, it's kind of an interesting path that kind of led us down here. So I mentioned that we've been working on Trove for about two and a half years. Uh, right now, Trove Delivery, which is, uh, which is uh, kind of our main focus, has really only been around, it's only about four months old. Um, and the reason for this is before this, we were working on a sharing economy platform. The idea was to have one subscription that gave you access to all different types of products, from technology to even things like backing cleaners and things like that. Um, and um, this was a really exciting pro- uh, project to build. And it's kind of in the same thesis that, um, that Trove Delivery is built off of to, um, to really like focus in on uh, eliminating waste and, and think of ways to efficiently utilize the resources that we have. Um, however, one thing that the pandemic kind of, um, you know, forced us to really think about was the logistics part of it. Uh, we always knew that, um, you know, we were able to run our sharing economy platform locally and at very low shipping costs, because uh, we could kind of physically uh, be, have a physical presence. But when the pandemic came, we realized that we had to look at shipping costs. We had to think about the whole supply chain and the logistics part of it. And realize that there is a lot of waste in the system. We can focus in on this exact waste and build a solution to get products to places better. And it didn't matter what these products were. We knew that shipping is kind of, I mean, it's ubiquitous. And, um, all sorts of things require last mile shipping. And we, uh, you know, one of the kind of the biggest lessons that that we learned from um, the sharing, uh, sharing economy model was that people really care about, um, about speed, about access. And, and um, you know, that led us to, uh, to build this really accessible delivery platform that we think can scale up to anything. But, um, you know, one of, the, one of the reasons that we really thought of it was because we thought it would apply to our uh, sharing economy model very well.
1: And that's, that's our mission, you know. Um, uh, what we're doing at Trove is we're trying to get people access to the things they need to live their best life.
0: Great. Uh, what does the future look like for you guys, do you think, beyond college, uh, beyond Cambridge? Uh, what, what, what does the future hold for Trove?
2: Yeah, so, I mean, um, we're, we're all in on Trove. Uh, you know, I, I graduated. I'm working on it full time right now and um you know we we think there's a lot of potential here we you know we're um we're full believers in the idea that you know starting starting at uh with one kind of focus in mind can lead you into all sorts of different uh areas all sorts of different niches and especially with logistics we think that um that um the the world is is has so much to grow and so much to see you know e-commerce we we think of e-commerce as this big um you know amazon is like you know the biggest company we think of e-commerce as like the main way that people get things but in reality, it's still only around 20% of retail. That means there's 80% of retail that is still out there that e-commerce has not been able to um, to kind of make an impact on yet. And we know things like last-mile delivery, things like um, you know speedy delivery and reliable delivery is kind of you know one of the barriers to make that 20% number potentially even larger. We know the impact that e-commerce can have, not just for kind of the big behemoths um, of the industry, that um, you know the titans of Amazon and, and eBay. But also kind of the local mom and pop shops that are able to scale up their own offerings, and um, you know we know that a generalizable delivery platform can mean so much for so many people, um, and that's why that's why we see it kind of um, we see that um, you know it growing kind of a lot. Uh, you know, our our biggest goal is that um, you know last mile delivery is is something that um, that Trove can really kind of take over and make our domain. And that's where we see the future. Um, we see the future of of warehousing as um, you know being more distributed, using kind of the technology that we have, being smarter, and um, and 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 you know through kind of the tools that we um, that we're able to use to make five minute delivery possible, um, we can make all sorts of things um, um, ship to your door right in five minutes. And that 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 doesn't start stop with just you know snacks and essentials. There are all sorts of you know, medical devices, all sorts of even, uh, you know, future tech um, that, that can be enabled with this distributed warehouse. And, you know, I mean, (laughs) one thing that George and I've always really been interested in are self-driving cars. And, um, you know, we like to say that we're, we're in, in Mm -hmm. essence, we're kind of a self-driving car company where um, distributed warehousing and specialized cars will, will, uh, will use, uh, will kind of be a very, very uh, evident marriage, so to speak um, where, um, you know, we have cars that uh, we have cars that are roaming around the streets that are already packed with, with groceries, with, uh, with refrigerated products, with, um, you know, fashion, with, um, with anything that, that you can find in a, in a Walmart, uh, if they're already on the, on the roads, then you can get it at any time. And just, it's kind of a decentralized way to think about, um, your relationship with products.
1: Yeah. And theory wise, you know, we're, what we're doing is we're, we're building out like channels, the demand, the, the habits of, um, uh, using the you know this this e-commerce behavior that would use self-driving cars before the tech is here such that once the tech is here it'll be a very clean transition exactly
0: great makes sense uh say a listener uh right now and i'm interested in using trove what's the best way to get started with that mm-hmm. uh, what's the best way to interface with you guys
2: <laughs> yeah so i mean right now we are launched in cambridge and um I would absolutely recommend coming out to Cambridge. It's a beautiful city. I've loved going to college here for the last couple of years. So if you are thinking about using Trove, making the move to Cambridge is not something definitely that you should do. <laughs> I'm kidding. But, uh, but if you are in Cambridge, then uh, by all means, uh, log on, logging on to our website. Um, you'll see that our entire user interface is built around speed. And, um, you know, you can make, you can go from, um, from, from craving to order to having it at your door in a super, super short time. And um, you know, we encourage um, all sorts of things. We're still a very young company and we're growing a lot. And honestly, right now we're at the phase where we're learning as much as possible from our users. Every single user that we have, um, we, we, try, we try our best to understand why they're on the platform, what compelled them to be on the platform and what they wanna see on the platform. And we use that to grow. I mean, the last four months have been an absolute whirlwind. Um, you know, we've done, we've done all sorts of crazy things to get this, <laughs> get this thing off the, off the ground. But, um, but right now we're kind of reaching the state where um, where we are, where, you know, our customers are, are happy. And that's, you know, that's the best feeling, you know, when our first order mm-hmm. happened, I distinctly remember George and I were like jumping around. We were just so, so psyched <laughs>
1: that,
2: you know, the, the everything that we had been working on for like a couple of months, has like all, all came together exactly at the right time. So many moving parts. So many moving parts. And yeah. um,
1: just seeing all that come together was really special. Yeah. So that website is Trove.com, T-R-O-A-V as in Victor.com. And you can uh, use a uh, code that's going on right now, SAVE10, all caps, SAVE10. Yeah,
2: and you can use that uh, towards your first order. And, um, you know, uh, more important than anything um, is 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 just us understanding how users um, see our website and, and use, our, use our platform. You know, the we always find that we learn so much more from our users than we can ever, like, learn just talking to each other. And um, that's always what we're – that's the kind of stage that we're
0: at right now. Great. Uh, so promo code SAVE10 just clarifies that, T-E-N or digits ten.
1: The digits ten. The number ten. One zero. Awesome. Great.
0: Uh, you were talking about your growth as a company uh, in terms of your team right now. Is it is it just you two guys? Have you been making any hiring moves? Are you expanding in, in that regard?
2: Yeah. So right now we are the two uh, the two co founders. Um, we have been uh, you know really fortunate to be working with some really great individuals um, kind of on a um, kind of on an internship basis, and um, you know it's always it's always fun to be able to um, to you know to, to to grow our company and, 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 even these kinds of ways. And, um, yeah, we've just been able to, you know, really pick other people's brains who have experience with things like marketing with t- things like, um, you know, even, even some kind of software development, um, mm-hmm. just working with, with other individuals outside the company, um, to, to kind of, you know, help us grow a little bit.
1: Yeah. And if you're interested in, uh, um, you know, working with us, feel free to reach out to us. Uh, yeah. we have some contact information on the website.
2: Yeah we're more than happy to kind of work out, uh, work with, work with anyone who's interested in what we're doing.
1: Great.
0: Uh, in terms of something people may misunderstand about your company or uh, anything like that, have you noticed anything so far? Or?
2: Hmm, That's a great question. It's a great question. Well, one
1: thing is the pronunciation of the name. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. We, I
0: blew it right at the beginning <laughs> of the podcast.
1: No, no. So we,
2: uh, so we, we early on, we, we were like, okay, like, Maybe this this name, you know, it's it's there's there are two like pronunciations that could come out, mm-hmm. and um, you know, at first we were like maybe we should think of something, but now we've kind of embraced it in that mm-hmm. like we kind of like that there are two pronunciations. We we don't have a company policy on on which one is correct. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so no, we we
2: <laughs> yes yes that's correct. It gets people talking about us. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, the original idea was like. Trove, as in like a treasure trove, treasure, and then that yeah. spelling was like the name that was available as a website. Yeah, so, so we great. went URL hunting, and we made do with what we had. Yeah, um, We've got some great pronunciations. There's trove, there's yeah, trove. The trove, trove, <laughs> too. trove But it, it gets, it gets, it gets
2: the the name on people's tongue, which were with mm-hmm. no no press is bad press. So yeah. We're like, oh yeah. <laughs> but no, it's in like, other t- it's like I heard that. about this
0: new company Trove. It's like mean troll ads? yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've heard
2: that exact conversation before
1: <laughs>
2: yeah um but no another another recent thing that like um that has been kind of interesting is that uh, when we say that we're doing five minute delivery people don't believe us and you know it's kind of a sign of a it's kind of a good sign in that, in that like we are building something that's like that makes people like think twice mm-hmm. uh, but it's also kind of a bad sign that people literally don't believe us and they think we're <laughs> lying to them <laughs> so yeah, trying to no. get a message
0: yeah first the first time i saw um i think you guys sent out an email or something a few weeks ago i saw that and i was like no way yeah (laughs) i talked to george um and (laughs) he explained it and how it works and i was like okay that's really cool it actually makes (laughs) a lot
1: of sense but
2: (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, it's been something where like when we when we like tell uh, you know make an ad or even tell people that we know like hey we're doing five minute delivery It just kind of like ah like okay this is just marketing speak uh, but no, our, our literal goal is, is an average of five minutes on each delivery. And, um, you know, it's theoretically possible. And right now in kind of our testing, it has been, um, you know, really close to that around a six to seven minute average mm-hmm. delivery time. And, um, and yeah, so we're just trying to, we're, we're we had to do like a kind of a recalibration of like, okay, how can we tell, tell people what we're building without them? Like just not believing us.
0: <laughs> um, awesome. Yeah, that's definitely something interesting. Just a shift focus now uh, away from Shrove and more to you guys and your journey as entrepreneurs uh, mm-hmm. thus far. Uh, what would you say the biggest lessons you've each learned so far have been uh, just about entrepreneurship and what it takes to start a business?
2: Yeah, I think I, I think, though, the one that I, I, I have definitely uh, learned a lot is that execute like you'll always hear that execution is the most important thing. Um, but execution is by far the most important thing. I think, I think a lot of times, um, especially when I was a young entrepreneur, um, you know, you spend a lot of time thinking about the idea and evaluating things on the, uh, evaluating concepts and ideas on, on the idea itself. And, um, you know, I think, I think one thing that, you know, um, the past two years have taught me is that, you know, if you execute, execute any idea, it becomes a good idea. And if you fail to execute an idea, that's what makes it a bad idea. Um, there's a thousand things in the world that could happen, um, that could happen. The world could change in, 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 you know, all sorts of ways. Um, but it has to be, it has to be done by, by, um, it has to be done by someone who's persistent, someone who, who really wants to, you know, to, to get it done, so to speak. And, um, you know, it's, um, it's, I think the, one of the biggest, like, you know, quote, like startup advices that I've ever heard that really stuck out to me is that, um, you know, the, the only time a company fails is when, is, is when, um, it, the company will never fail because uh, of a bad idea or because of, you know, bad, bad economics or whatever. You can, you can, you can fix those things um, through, through thinking about it. The company will only fail when, um, when, when, when you decide it, it fails. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, so, you know, just like, um, you know, we, I used to overrate the uh, concept of like, you know, how important the idea is um, and really underrate kind of how important it is to, to, you know, make your idea work. And it's just like execution is is what it takes. <laughs> and yeah, I think that's something.
1: Yeah. I think on that sentiment, like for me, Uh, it's this realization that there are so many so many moving parts um there's kind of like a like an idea out there that you could build something and then people will come and sometimes that works there's this you know there's a very popular game right now out there that has been that has been out there for like two years before people discovered it and then it kind of blew up um but like um but for for many for many things right you have to you know work with people you have to get like the marketing channels out there you have to like have the deployment to like, you know, make sure your product is, you know, continues to be available just in general. And so there's just so much like communication, so much like being on top of things. It is uh, um, just essential to once again, that execution. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's, um, what was that one thing that one person? I forgot. I forgot. There's some, some quote that I once (laughs) read on Twitter. I really liked it, but yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You, You, you gotta, you gotta, yeah. Just gotta do it.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Uh, If you guys could go back in time and have a conversation with yourselves when you were 18 years old, so about to enter college What what would you what advice would you give your 18 year old self?
2: I think build build even more. I I think I think I spend a lot of time I'm very glad that I did spend a lot of time in the labs like making useless projects like avoiding like literally avoiding homework (laughs) Until I go and build something that like probably like, you know, just some useless thing Um, But I think if I could go back I would do even more of that I think I've never regretted um spending time building something um whether it was like I think the dumbest thing that I ever built was like this chair um and it was like a like a really like crappy chair that I wanted to build because like I had access to my roof in my dorm Um, like the Mm -hmm. alarm was broken or something so I really just wanted a chair to go Allegedly, allegedly allegedly and um and it was like a really bad chair, but um, it, was, it like worked. I could sit on it and I sat on it on the roof a couple of times and it was like super fun. And I, I remember I would like tell people like, hey, I built a chair and <laughs> people would be like, okay, it was, never, it was never an impressive thing or anything. But like, you know, I never regretted that. I wasted a lot of time doing that. Um, and it was just a ton of fun. And I think, I think anyone, anyone can build. And I think for, for me, that was a lot of like building stuff, like in, in like a mechanical engineering sense, but there's all sorts of ways to build things I have. You know some of my more politically inclined friends like they've built all sorts of cool uh, platforms and products to help people learn more about politics to help people you know vote um and 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 you know register and you know just all sorts of things that um that you can do you can build anything and um no matter what you're studying no matter what you want to do building is a pretty loose term but um but it just means like creating something new and i think i i, I think i i would love to do that more than i ever did
1: i think for me the uh the, the lesson would be to build sooner um because I mean, like, as a as a programmer, right, like, there's sort of an aspiration to build, like, a perfect product, right, and have it beautiful, have people love to use it the first time. Um, and so, in high school and, uh, you know, uh, and then before college, uh, I built a lot of personal projects. And I actually did, did build some stuff for people, but it, it would be, like, very polished before I, you know, send it out there in the world. Then, you know, people would come back with, like, advice on how to change it, and then so you'd have to go back and rebuild it again. Uh, with Trove, we took a different approach, right? We, we really embraced that high-speed iteration. Yeah. Uh, project cycle. So we we built a prototype, put it out there. You know, something that worked well, but like well, it wasn't necessarily pretty. And then you would get feedback along the way, and then polish it until we have a, a, what we think is a decently nice website today, which will still continue to change as we go. In fact, um, but just getting things out there in the world so people can use it and then give you advice and feedback. I think that's super important. So just build sooner
2: yeah one tweet that I remember is that if if you're proud of your first release then <laughs> you've then you've waited too long <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and that's definitely something that's true you know you can um
0: it's it's yeah you just gotta put it out there see what sticks
2: hmm
1: great
0: yeah that's great advice um, if you what would you guys consider your greatest accomplishments thus far
1: uh, I think that first order Yeah, just, yeah the first just order to yeah once again, there, there's so many moving parts. Yeah. There's, you know, there's, you know, you got to match orders to people. You got to know where people are, get drivers. So there's just many, many different technology parts. There's a bunch of like, you know, operational things with like having the, you know, working, working with their drivers, getting the customer, you know, having the website have the right information. There's so many parts that came together for that first order.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And again, it's one of those things that, you know, like nowadays, like now we get orders and we just don't really think twice of it, but that first one, um, just, like, the, the effort, like, coming to fruition was definitely kind of the, the thing I, definitely that we were most proud of. And, yeah, probably will be for a while. I don't know. I can't even think of another milestone that, like, will, <laughs> will get us as pumped as that one.
0: <laughs> yeah, and um, just if you guys could speak to that a little bit uh, in terms of advice for aspiring entrepreneurs, just about the uncertainty of, like, that first order coming together, like, all those – any struggles that you guys encountered along the way, um, any advice you'd give?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it'll always take longer than you want it to. I mean, everyone wants to put something online and then have like it immediately blow up. Um, I don't think that that happens all the time. I (laughs) I don't think that happens. I think that happens very rarely. Um, I think, I think beyond everything, it's, it's just the persistence that did it for us. Um, Yeah. I don't, I don't want to speak to anyone like any other entrepreneur uh, uh, out there, but for us, it was just like, um, you know, figuring out, figuring out the right marketing channels, figuring out how to um, you know, get drivers on our platform, get them excited about what we were building, have them on board, have them give us the advice that how we can make drivers more excited about it. And then from there, like doing a full 180 and looking at users and seeing what they wanted out of the platform. And this like, you know, so much time was spent um, so much time was spent like recruiting drivers that <laughs> to like join our platform, you know, giving them our very short pitch um so much time was spent thinking about how users would see our platform, how users, um, how we could, you know, encourage users to be on the platform and, 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 you know, put in orders. Um, so much time was spent uh, even before that, you know, building the apps, building the kind of the simulation and the software that went into, um, you know, deciding what products to put on the platform, Mm -hmm. how many drivers we needed, stuff like that. Um, yeah, just, it just took a long time. And I think, I think, I think time is the biggest, um, it's kind of the, the use it it takes time it it doesn't come in one in one
1: fell swoop yeah i think on that like even as miraculous as that first order like felt right like Mm -hmm. it really was a long process and there there were a bunch of it wasn't like a you know sudden quantum leap to that right there before that there are several failed orders that you know we each time one thing started working better than the previous one and it really, really was kind of a build up to that first order that worked completely perfectly so like you know we had a couple orders where like you know it would crash like through the like checkout process or something, and this is us testing it, right? And we actually had some, some you know customers order too, yeah. And uh, or like you know the driver like declined it. it; it just didn't line up, or it was too far away. And then finally, that first order, everything came together. Yeah. Um. Step like piece by piece, and it just worked. So that was yeah. It was really a long process. Yeah, but I do want to say it, it was
2: less it, like in terms of actual t- length mm-hmm. of time. It was around two and a half months,
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh, and we were we were really proud of that that it only, <laughs> that it, you know we were able to build as much as we did in, in two and a half months. And, um, and yeah, but I think the effort that it took, I think, in tr- like,
1: I don't it know, felt, felt like a long yeah, time. it felt like a long time, yeah. <laughs>
2: uh, but in, in two and a half months, we did go from, you know, from not like from just a Google Doc, like, oh, what if we did really quick delivery uh, to having a really quick
0: delivery? <laughs> awesome. Uh, so you guys have spoken to starting a company, you've spoken to yourselves as entrepreneurs. Uh, we sort of like to end the podcast with a series of kind of quirkier, off-kilter questions. Uh, so you mm-hmm. prepare yourself for that. Uh, I'm going to start with if you could have dinner with any three people, dead or alive, who would they, those people be and why? Ooh. this is always a tough one in terms of thinking. Yeah, you know, of options.
2: interesting, interesting dinner people. Yeah, so, I'm going to avoid the yeah. obvious, like <laughs> the obvious <laughs> one that anyone would expect. I'm not going to say like Steve Jobs or Elon
0: Musk.
2: <laughs> 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 I'm going to I'm going to go a little out there.
0: If you guys want some time to think about it we can i can ask you another question and then come back to this one
1: okay yeah, yeah, we, yeah. We throw yeah. A bunch of this, one, this yeah. one takes some time yeah.
0: <laughs> all right um for what in life are you most grateful for Ooh. there's so many things <laughs> i i, I yeah. can speak
2: extremely lucky person you know every everything about it uh, you know my, my family has been extremely supportive of basically everything i've ever wanted to do and you know, I, I'm very lucky that um, you know, like right now, they're full in support of, of you know me, <laughs> me taking a leap, working on a working on my own company, and um, you know, just having that is really nice. Um, so yeah, I would say, I guess, I would say my family. For that one.
1: Yeah, I think I think family and environment, just like you yeah. know, um, they they've been super encouraging. They had like, you know, the right ideas with like really supporting like you know learning experimentation technology science that kind of thing and just like been very grateful for that and like you know it was just uh just things came together it went to the right school went to the right yeah a lot of luck yeah oh yeah this is this is the quote that i was thinking
2: about before earlier on it's like um you know i think any any success in any field requires a lot of luck um but it also requires people to be in the positions to to utilize that luck and i'm 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 lucky to be in a position that i could utilize you know the luck that, you know, utilize whatever the circumstances that I had, um, you know, both at Harvard and beyond, um, you know, to start, start a company and be kind of, um, you know, in a, in a position where I could do that. Um, but again, yeah, you have to both be lucky and also be in positions to be lucky. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Okay. So I guess back to the, back to the three, back, people.
0: back to the three people. <laughs>
2: yeah. So I would say, uh, I would say I would have to do someone in the world of sports. Um, I, I, I I, I think the most inspiring person
0: Because you you gotta factor in not only like the conversation between you and those people. Yeah. The overall group dynamic that you're Right.
1: With, with these three uh, people. For oh, one person? <laughs>
2: yeah, I'm thinking, I think, I'm trying to think of the, the, the world, like the, the worlds that I engage with a lot. So like, I, I don't know, like one sports personality for sure. I think one political figure. I think FDR.
0: First I think I
2: think FDR would be my uh, my apologies. I think um, I don't want to say he's under or overrated, but I think he definitely would be an interesting person to 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 pick his brain. hundred oh, percent. I think um, you know, just yeah the 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 decisions he had to make. I think were incredible.
0: <laughs> Pretty influential.
2: Incredibly, yeah, very influential <laughs> for sure. Um, I think my sports personality. You know what? I guess I'll go with LeBron James. I think I I don't even I don't even follow basketball at all, but I think he as a as a personality and as an individual as an individual he'd just be a really
0: interesting person. And I guess last one would be a wild card. Mm, I think. Wild card, just fire from the hip, first instinct. Whatever you think of, that's who you want there.
2: <laughs>
0: uh, you already got LeBron in an FDR. It's a pretty star-studded lineup. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I have to agree with you. I would. God, I, I just I don't want to do the obvious one. I can't I can't do Steve Jobs or Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> it's too obvious. Um,
0: hey, it could be obvious, but m- maybe you just want to talk to those guys, you know? <laughs> yeah, maybe
1: maybe I'll bring Steve Jobs and Musk over and join your dinner table. <laughs> uh, yeah, <okay. laughs> it's yeah, other groups and the, the two <laughs> groups of
0: four meet each other.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> hmm.
2: Oh, oh, um, definitely. Um, uh, Chris Nolan for sure. Chris Nolan. Chris Nolan. Yeah. that's a good one.
0: Yeah. Chris Nolan. That's a great one. Yeah, I, I, mean, think, I
2: think it'd like to join this dinner table. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, I, I think the dynamics between the three would be strange, but <laughs> there are definitely, definitely parts of my world that I'm interested in,
0: yeah. it'd be pretty funny considering uh, three out of four are all from, like, the modern era, and then F- yeah, era, I, like, yeah. 50 years out of time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <50 years. laughs> I'm sure you'd have a lot to add to the table. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. All right, George, what you got?
1: Getting over the obvious ones. I, I think Steve and Elon would be a very interesting combo. And why not throw Teddy Roosevelt on there too? Okay. We can join the table. Yeah, I
0: think Intergenerational. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> I like that. I like that. I think both of these would be interesting tables.
0: <laughs> all right. Good, good. Uh, I think it's a very good lineup both of you guys came up with. Uh, all right, last <laughs> question. This is sort of like the final question, uh, final review question as well. Uh, what would mm-hmm. constitute your perfect day? So how would you spend a perfect day?
2: I think a thousand orders on Trove. <laughs> yeah. I think a thousand orders on Trove and, and, and just like All frantically succeed. like calling up drivers, like getting like calls from drivers, like asking questions. <laughs> every so often we'll get like a firefighting call from a driver and like it'll always be like weird because like there's not only so much you can do when you're like in your house and your driver's out there asking a question about it. But every time I put on the phone, I'm always like psyched, like, like wow, like there's, there's, this is working, like stuff is out there. Mm-hmm. And I honestly think that a day of firefighting, um, like a day of intense firefighting, which is an incredible
0: day.
1: <laughs> at the end, you'll be, you'll feel so productive. Yeah,
0: yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Awesome. I think that would be good. Do you agree with that, George? Is that, was that? Hey, awesome?
1: I agree with that yeah, <laughs> maybe maybe a couple hours that we we bike out ourselves. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. A little participation. Yeah.
1: <laughs> awesome.
0: Uh, that wraps up all the questions I have uh, for you guys. Thanks so much for coming on and telling us about Trove. Uh, as you guys mentioned, you can go to the Trove website use that promo code save10 uh, for your first order if you're in the Cambridge area. Uh, best of luck to you guys uh, in the future and expanding your business. Uh, thanks again. Yeah,
2: yeah. Thanks thank so much. you. Thanks, thanks for taking the time and yeah, thanks to HTCP. great organization, mm-hmm. and great people.
0: Yeah, and, uh, in terms of the rest of the podcast, uh, for those listening if you want to check out other stories of other Harvard startups uh, and startups beyond that ecosystem, we'll be having many of those posted in the weeks to come. So,